0: Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code podcast for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code podcast for 10% off.
1: What it is. This is my macho man, Randy Savage. And this is hard factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Right now. Yeah. No. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. I'm always you. Oh, yeah.
0: to another episode of Hard Factor presented by the Barstool News Network. It is What the Fuck Wednesday, September second, twenty twenty, and uh, we have a big show lined up today, guys. Lots of going mm-hmm. on today. So tall show. Mm-hmm. Oh, extremely tall. Lots of listeners submitted stories, as always, on What the Fuck Wednesday, and then an interview with Big Dan Road Dimer coming up after the stories, before the voicemails and reviews. That's Roe Dimer. Uh, similar to how I messed up Siraj Hashmi's name, I messed up Dan's in the intro. Little different. Go ahead, Will. hand up. I'm bad. I'm bad at pronoun- pronouncing things. No, we are a little eye.
2: different, Will. You, there's, there's some deep. You, you got osmosis by his uh, his ring name,
3: which Dan is Rodman.
2: Rodman. Yes, mm-hmm. I,
3: Rodimer is what I thought. Yeah, it's just a combination. Oh, if anyone sees that name spelled out, it's Rodimer. No, 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 no way. Anyone says Rodimer? It would be. G- look, it would be like. It would be like you if guys, you wrestled and they called. you We don't you have to Will apologize. Smithers.
4: All four of us are horrible at pronunciation, and it's and it's part yeah. of the. Uh, it's part of what makes the show great because we're idiots and it's funny. Right. Yeah, it's all good. We mispronounce yeah. cities, name uh, people, anything That's with right. a noun. That's we're going to mispronounce other we're things pronounce. that make the show great.
0: We say have a great fucking day at the end of the show, and we have H-A-G-F-D shirts, and the H-A-G-F-D, the letters are made of American flags, on the shirt in the Barstool store right now. It's the most amazing, patriotic, and uh, supporting your favorite podcaster thing you can possibly do to buy an H-A-G-F-D shirt. In yeah. the barstool store, get them while supplies last.
2: It's insider too, because when you see another hard factor fan, they're it's gonna, it's like a Jeep wave. They're gonna know, and you're gonna know, and it's gonna be like it's just you know you're you're in the club. You know you, you know what's up. You having yeah. a great
0: fucking day. That's right. Hmm. Love it. Uh, one more thing at the top. Uh, Erica Nardini said on a podcast that Pat and I were lucky enough to get to host on. She said, "Quote: You can't win anything." in life by hiding. Uh, She said that on part, we weren't on Pat, but I thought that that was a fun conversation with her. We talked about the DNC, the RNC, check that out. And Mark and Wes will be on the next time. Probably to talk about debates. I'm guessing.
3: No, I'm going to avoid it again next time as well. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So
2: someone brought up a very astute point on Twitter uh, yesterday and they were like, bold move, telling your boss that you have two Coke fingernails. And I was like, Damn, he's right. Why didn't I think of that when I was telling her and showing well, her my... Well,
0: stuck. C- it's stuck. Erica mentioned that uh, she mentioned Coke fingernails in the description <sighs> of our show on the lead out. So Ugh, uh, it's very stuck good with then. that. Sorry. There it is. <laughs> there and everything. Uh, we got three hilarious listener submitted stories. Then the not interview sorry. With Dan Roddim- Ro- Dimer. Still almost mm-hmm. fucked it up, but Jesus. I didn't even know it. And then voicemails and reviews at the end. The beef. Pat, get us going, I
2: think. Let's get it, guys. The assistant district attorney in Coles County, Illinois. He earned his position through determination, hard work, and fortitude. And it appears he think it to be about time he started getting some of what we call in the biz fringe bennies. You know, not all that respect crap or whatever compensation he agreed on, but I'm talking about power. Real hard, stinky, wet power. And... Guys, that is why Attorney Todd Reardon was in court on Monday filing Todd a motion. Reardon,
0: the name of the Capitals coach who just got fired, crazy. Yeah,
2: he doubles as an attorney. Apparently, he quickly made it out <laughs> to Illinois and was filing a motion on behalf of his client and against the uh, the assistant district attorney of Cole's County, okay. uh, to dismiss a DUI case his client had been charged with, in which the assistant state's attorney and power-hungry Brady Allen, the guy was referencing in the first paragraph there. He was a prosecutor on this DUI case, uh, and apparently the person being charged with DUI was a lady, and Brady Allen took a special shine to her. Uh, mm. She sounds hot, and the motion, guys, that the uh, the DUI uh, suspect's lawyer filed uh, <laughs> communicates that uh, Brady— he, fi- he filed the motion on the ocean? hmm <laughs> Brady was going after the motion in the ocean is what, go- yeah. what was going on. Yeah. Brady, Brady communicated a corresponding sex request to the defendant uh, that and he had, he had quite a quest for a sexual liaison, apparently, and he pretended, allegedly, to take interest in the defendant's case's outcome uh, so that he could bone her. It's Prosecutor 101. Am I right? Uh, yeah.
4: uh, no, no. That's probably not how teach at law
2: school, but
0: I mean, I'm not sure I'm this is the no. first
2: lawyer to use his leverage to get something he wanted. We talked about at the top how he deserved a little bit more, you know, and uh, <laughs> he was uh, Carpe D-ing him. see Brady up the ante guys when he asked the drunk lady driver for sexual favors, and then nudes in exchange for favorable treatment of her criminal cases, uh, and then also he would advise her on her DUI case. Well, having sex with her specifically that those were his words, not mine. So he's a true multitasker, just, just the
0: true steward
2: of the state, you know, just, full uh, service is what it was. Yeah. Well, I'm banging you. I'll give you some legal advice. Uh, and right. guys, apparently this wasn't the first prid, quid pro quo, uh, because uh, as the defendant told <laughs> the county state's attorney's office, apparently uh, our boy Brady said that there was there was somewhat of a policy between prosecutors and defendants. And it was totally cool. For a prosecutor to bang a defendant as long as things didn't get too serious he's right oh okay, yeah, you've heard this mm, so- i
4: don't I don't think so I think that's like a position of power abuse of power I don't think this is okay at all So
0: you're allowed to yeah I mean it seems like uh-uh. a huge conflict of interest right, I mean, right if they're right, on the, if conflict. they're if
3: they're on the same case, yeah, I can see that.
2: No, no, you, you don't. <laughs> are, you don't understand.
3: <laughs> like, like you refuse to have sex with me, and then
4: I'm, I'm supposed to give you my best defense. Like, he's, as the, a lawyer? Prosecutor. No, he's, he's, he's the prosecutor. No, he's the prosecutor. He's the prosecutor you like he's saying he's
0: going to take it easy on her if she. You oh, know, well,
4: that's also both are. It's bad. Defendant or prosecutor. This is not good. Active yeah.
2: lawyering. Yeah, sh- forcing lawyer someone shouldn't.
0: to have sex with you against their will generally terrible. Yeah. That's
2: yeah. bad. Guys, get out of jail. Yeah. The state's attorney's office is a policy there. Everyone's cool with it. As long as you're cool with it, lady, things just can't get serious. I and mean, neither of us are looking for that. And guys, Brady was planning for the fire, but he flew a little too close to the sun. Mm. And that's when he laid this little ditty on our delightful drinker saying, quote, we can discuss your situation. while you ride my cock or I can give advice while your mouth is full? And that's, the straw that broke the camel's back guys uh where did he
3: say that, where did
2: uh, he say via, that? via text message uh yeah. he he the left defendant. the paper trail oh. with that one what an Wow, idiot now, so
4: forever message
2: mm-hmm. so my guess is she's not gonna... just uh <laughs> sent it straight to the judge she's mm-hmm. gonna get all charges dropped there what a what a creeper
4: what an idiot yeah. is he going to, is he getting is he getting charged with anything
2: well you, you heard there's a policy there mark it's okay no, no eventually he'll be charged with no, no, clearly joking. No, there I wasn't. He did say that. There's not a policy, but he he did say it's cool. My boss says it's cool. So uh There's I don't no know, way. <laughs> I swear to God he said that. But he's gonna have to deal with it. I know, but there's sure, no way though. that's
4: there's
0: like an No, there's not policy. a fucking policy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. in his
2: own head that there's a policy. He deserves more. He wants those fringe bennies. Uh wow. real piece of shit. If he here. gets
0: out of that with no absolutely no legal repercussions, that's
2: crazy.
4: Well now they're gonna have to look at every fucking case he prosecuted.
2: Like, right, exactly. Now, what would you guys allow, what, what, where would be the line? Because the trade, obviously, is horrible for this woman. You know, he's sexually harassing her and abusing his power. But at the end of the day, she's probably drunk driving. She got off. So, like, fair trade? Right. Or... But they no. got to look
4: at all the other cases where, like, these, like, hot women got maximum sentences because they didn't blow them. Yeah, yeah, it's not
0: good. It's a bad yeah. situation.
4: You got to yeah, yeah, go. get Brady out get of there.
0: Yeah, he's got to go. Get
3: him out. He's probably going
4: to. And, and, and charge him with something.
3: That town's just full of good-looking drunks. All the all the ugly ones go to jail.
4: Well, no, because they're all back on the roads, drunk driving. It's just it's like bumper cars in that town.
3: It's
4: a bunch of hot idiots driving around drunk. Yeah, hot idiots.
2: Which I know, hot member. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I just love how consistently pragmatic he was. Uh, I said, yeah, I'll give you legal advice while I'm inside you, and then you can ride my cock. Well, yeah. Well, uh, those are the two ways you can
4: get the legal advice.
2: Yeah, (laughs) this guy. (laughs) This guy. It's
4: gonna be hard for me to talk while you're sitting on my face, but I'll I'll hum it to you.
2: This is standard legal uh, procedure, lady. You right. wouldn't know. Right. Um, did, you, did you get my text? <laughs> did <you> get my... <laughs> <laughs> Piece oh. of shit. Yeah, fuck that.
4: Guy. All, right.
0: All right, let's move it on. That one was from uh, Michael Rook. This next one comes to us from Carson and uh, my wife in the Hardo Hive, uh, and they're both vigilant watchers of how humans and bears. Are constantly getting closer, living closer side by side at all times, to the eventual outcome that hopefully humans and bears just peacefully coexist, which I mean have you ever guys ever thought about that? Like having a bear that would instead of be a awesome. dog?
4: Yes. You know? then, all yeah. the time.
0: What if you had an eagle that took care of all the varmints in your yard? Cool. would be
3: Well, I love those videos of like the bears ha- having having picnics with people that you see on YouTube all the time. Yeah. They're like like the Russians eating with the bear. You're Russians like seem to the yogi own yogi bear bears, cartoon. Yeah. Is that, no, no, about the, it's, no, it's the real life.
4: If, the, the bear that smokes cigarettes. <laughs> the <They're picking laughs> <in a> basket. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: No, it's, it's not really cartoons, awesome. Pat.
2: These are real videos. Oh, I, yeah. Okay. Sometimes yeah. Wes gets confused between cartoons, but I, I no. Will, do no, you I don't. See, have you ever seen the size uh, of a shit that a bear takes? You well, you know, don't I have, a,
3: you you have, worth have it. If
4: worth it if they're friendly.
3: Right. Like I said, I agree with Pat, though. It is a, a big mess, but it's worth it. It's coming eventually, right?
4: It's not
0: here yet. It's not yeah, here yet. Don't exactly. worry. They'd still shit in your house today, but eventually one day bears and humans will just be so. Oh, no.
4: The bear is not allowed inside. You have to build it like a big wooden structure, and then you hang out with it outside. And a bear house. And like a dog yeah, house, but you, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. human size. You build a bear. a bear house, and then you get like a shovel. And bear cave, really?
2: Yeah, I, yeah. You don't want right. this. I met a guy in San Marcos that owned wolves, and at first he was like, bro, well, I thought owning wolves is badass. It is not badass. The wolves Why run did he his think life that? because yeah, come on. I mean, if you see if you have the opportunity to take on a wolf, you're gonna.
0: Well, this, his first problem was thinking he could own a wolf. That's a little presumptuous. Mm-hmm. You don't really own a bear. You just like wrangle it to your to your presence, to your right. location.
4: Right. Yeah. You don't like you don't expect anything from that bear except for hangout time every once in a while. Yeah. And he a
0: honeycomb next no. to you yeah. while you eat a burger.
2: Outside. A lot of great yeah. pun opportunities too. Just, bear, just bear with me a moment, okay? Would you, would you?
0: Bear necessities. Uh, oh,
2: this is. This. I My digress. roommate's a real bear. Bare boned.
0: The reason we're talking about these bears so much is because bears are coming into closer contact with humans all the time. And the first recent bear incident comes from Revelstoke, British Columbia, Canada, where a lone black bear was spotted jogging down a uh, main street in town for popping into the liquor store to have a look around the liquor store. And there so, you go. He, yeah. I mean, they're 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 testing the waters. Here's what the store owner, Claudio Brunetti, had to say. He said, the bear came barreling down the street. I don't know why, but right down to the end of the block in front of my pub, he owns the Grizzly Sports Bar and, and Grill and also the Last well, Call Liquor you go. store. He, 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 was calling,
4: he was calling the bears into his Grizzly store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really his fault. Uh, and yeah.
0: then... The bear just bolted right into the store. The door was open. I have to have the door open because of COVID. Oh, my God. So uh, you don't have to touch the door. Uh, so basically, COVID caused this bear to run inside of a liquor store. And then the store that's, owner
4: that's yells one of those at him. It's lo- yeah. one of those local laws you might want to change. Uh, yeah, if you're if they, surrounded if you by bears. bears yeah, yeah mm-hmm. the door opening thing. <laughs> yeah, just a bad wear gloves idea. or get, get hand sanitizer inside the store. Uh, I don't know what the fuck you need your door open for. They have no cases in Canada, so you, like, right. they, it, like they're doing great at containing
0: the COVID. But the bear attacks <laughs> or the bear pop-ins, you know, out listening of listening to the those
4: residents.
2: those orders <laughs> in to yeah, that I'm town, gonna, you I'm it shut on. the
4: door if I've got a bear <laughs> running around
2: the town. Yeah, yeah, man. They had this problem with Hooters and owls in the nineties. If I, mm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah, they
4: saw the owl symbol and they they mm. all flew in.
2: Ooh. Came in.
0: Ooh. They thought. They thought it was mating season. Uh, luckily, no liquor was stolen in this British Columbia one. Next up, though, a larger, more dangerous brown bear in the Lake Tahoe town of Kings Beach, California, North North Lake Tahoe. Uh, this brown bear wandered into the local Safeway uh, just a few days before this British Columbia incident. So these bears, I don't know if they're coordinating their attacks or what, but they are interested in stories. There was definitely
4: a bear communication that went out like mid COVID lockdown and they were like, it's, it's on guys, whatever Mm -hmm. you want.
0: When you're talking black bears, brown bears, all kinds of bears, grizzlies, who knows? I mean, you gotta be, keep your head on a swivel out there. So this Safeway bear in Tahoe, he uh, didn't really give a shit. There were shoppers honking outside the store, screaming at him, telling him to get out of the store, but he took his time And this bear, unlike the liquor store bear, did have the balls to steal a bag of chips on his way out. So you guys see him Mm -hmm. exiting the storefront with the chips right there in the pictures, in the notes.
3: And uh, they're just following the lead of the looters. No cops (laughs) around. It's like, this is what's going on now. These
4: bears, (laughs) the two bear stories I see, like, you know, not a big deal. Didn't steal liquor. One bag of chips. Not that bad.
0: Yeah. Three bears,
2: bears however.
0: Bears are really just like uh, cool. I feel like uh, maybe they maybe they should just be allowed to do this stuff because it. Well, maybe like... it's
4: the bears starting to initiate the human friendship. It sounds like they're like, right. "Yo, you want to eat a bag of chips with me?" And maybe you buy the vodka and we take it to the picnic table with the chips. Uh, mm-hmm. You know exactly. I for one welcome it. Just
0: like the machines, we should just befriend yeah. them. You know, I'm into the bears, still out on the machines. Okay. You're an organic guy. All right. Well, after all that excitement (laughs) with the Bears, the good folks of Revelstoke and King's Beach should do a little de-stressing and chilling out with Caliper CBD. Caliper, as you all know, is the best CBD single-serving product on the market, period. Drop it into any drink, any meal, and it's instantly chilled out. I love the stuff. It makes... Anything you put it on, any drink, any food, anything you consume into your mouth, much more relaxing. Your body (laughs) is mostly water. Oil and water don't mix. CBD oil is no different. That's why you got to use the Caliper CBD powder because oil is bullshit. It's clinically proven that Caliper absorbs 450% more CBD with their powder compared to oil and tinctures. And Caliper gives you all the benefits of CBD in just 15 minutes, about twice as fast as any of those oils could even dream of, of delivering results. I mean, they couldn't make you feel as good. And then on top of that, it takes longer. So there's just no point in the tinctures and the oils. Go with Caliper powder. Caliper CBD comes in affordable 10 and 30 count packs. You can get started for under 20 bucks. Unlike some products out there, Caliper is completely THC free all the goodness of CBD with no high no failed drug tests all natural no GMO ingredients no fillers added chemicals or artificial flavors get 20% off your first order when you use promo code factor at tricalipercom slash factor you can try caliper CBD risk free for 30 days. If you don't love it, they'll give you a full refund, but trust me, you won't need it. That's trycaliper.com slash factor. Don't forget promo code factor for 20% off your first
4: order. That's right. And the fine people of Caliper have advised us like we're not supposed to say like uh medic cures medical well, conditions. Well, yeah, don't, but, yeah, yeah. But they didn't say anything about bears. So we're going to go ahead and say that it will relax you from oh, yeah. bear attacks for sure. Easily. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Best stuff on the market for it, really.
4: Really- if you got bear, if you got bear <laughs> problems, try some caliper.
2: It's a bare necessity.
4: Yeah, exactly. I already used that one, beef. You just uh, well, there's it. only
2: three. I mean, well,
4: okay. You could you had like five minutes to think of another one. Uh, All right, this this one sent in by uh, Garrett from Iowa. Twenty-five-year-old Dakota David Luck was arrested uh, Monday of this week for crashing a tanker truck he stole into a house while naked. Okay. Whoa. Uh, yeah. th- what. <laughs> yeah, did you hear that? <laughs> stole a tanker truck, drove it into a, a house, a lot to and he was naked. Right yeah, there. I want to know if
2: he was nude when he stole the truck or if he got he was nude not. in the well, truck. Yes,
4: he was. We're going to get exactly to where he got nude. The tanker truck spl- uh, spilt thousands of gallons of biodiesel. Uh, which triggered an evacuation of the entire surrounding area, like the house and the houses nearby, as well as it called in an environmental emergency. So it was like the uh, the incident that happened in that beautiful island in the Indian Ocean, basically, except in a neighborhood. Um, Luck had just checked out and of a, a naked ten- guy instead of yeah with the, like, yeah, with the naked yeah. guy instead of a instead of a guy on his birthday throwing a party on the on it's the general, ship. Um, It's
2: a good policy if you do something really messed up. To, to get nude, I find, because it gives you like some, some deniability, like, I'm sure. a crazy Distract guy, I'm naked, facts, why, yeah. would, why would I be naked if I was of sound mind and responsible well, crazy, for this well, accident? You're,
4: I think you're onto something, Beef, but I don't think he needed to get naked because they could have gone and checked the paper trail because Luck had just checked out of a 10-day stay at a local hospital the same day he hijacked the tanker truck, and we don't know exactly what the local stay was for at the hospital, but we can assume. Um, craziness, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah, probably yeah. related to craziness. Uh, so Luck was employed i guess at quick trips for driving blending facility yeah poor driving could have been that too uh injuries from driving it was a hospital um uh, he, was, he was at this th- where his place of work, I guess, quick trips. Um, I guess he wanted to go back to work or maybe that was his local hang. But he didn't go all the way back to work after the hospital trip because around 6.15 a.m., officers received a report that a man at the quick trip was acting erratically and had crashed a semi-cab into a ditch at the facility, then jumped out of that semi-cab and stripped completely naked and then started running around screaming. Um, so that's what got the cops there. Yeah, should have the- left
0: him in the hospital. Cool. Yeah.
4: Yes, they should have. That's what got the cops there. But before they could get there, uh, that naked man, Dakota, allegedly climbed into a different semi-cab, which was hauling a tanker um, with more than 7,600 gallons of biodiesel. And he took off down the Ridgeway Road. And I do mean took off as police responding to the scene saw the tanker speed past them at about 70 miles per hour with the driver, Dakota, fist pumping like he was heading to an Andrew (laughs) W.K. concert all the way down the road. Um, Yes. (laughs) having a good time. Let's get
0: the party started. I mean, what do you do at this point if you're the cops? Like, I mean, do, do strip bars work on those giant trucks? I mean, how do you pray? No, you
2: are
4: worried. You're very worried.
2: <laughs> <laughs> his CDL instructor must be just so disappointed because, <laughs> you know, his CDL instructor saw this coming because everyone he, saw this. coming. He wants to yeah. use his CDL so bad that he went from one semi tractor trailer to another semi tractor trailer. Just hopping yeah. around, just wanting to use that license.
4: Yeah, he, he uh he got some good work out of it, but he crashed both the cars, which we're gonna get to the second one. Both those semis. Um, by the way, did you guys see that documentary about the guy in the small town that got Screwed over in his businesses and oh, stuff like that. Yeah. So he, he, so he, so he. Hell got yes, a, the tank he got dude. A tr- yeah, the tank dude. No, this the bulldozer is, dude. The bulldozer. Yeah, it's a bulldozer. He, he was like a master welder, so he welded an invincible bulldozer and just destroyed an yeah. entire town. This I, is, like, I love this that is, guy. This is, this is, this is what these guys are thinking uh, is happening at this point. So eventually, Dakota lost control of the fast-moving, enormous vehicle and struck a minivan. Uh, the semi then rear-ended oh. the trailer of a beer truck that apparently may have been trying to stop him because they probably were a little concerned as well. And eventually. He just crashed the semi-cabin to a home at 1420 Ridgeway Avenue. Uh, the resident was able to escape without injuries. That must have been fucking terrifying. Um, but Waterloo firefighters had to free luck from the wreckage, so he was trapped. And then wildlife rehabilitation oh, to fish his naked body out of the yes. crime scene? Yes. Good out of a Lord, disgusting crime scene guy. where oil and oil spilling everywhere. With a no, I think it was a rope, a, a pole with a rope at the end of it, probably. Wildlife rehabilitation workers are working to treat ducks from the creek that were caught in the spill. So they had to call in, like, the entire, like, crew of wildlife preserve people, with this fucking bastard. Um, he's charged with first-degree theft, simulated explosive violation—that's not a good charge—possession of marijuana and several other driving violations because they found, like, uh, a, a bag of marijuana and a pill bottle containing drugs on his personal
3: vehicle that he left at the quick trip. So— uh. Oh, man. Can you can you imagine the scene? They're just yanking this naked guy out. And there's these ducks just trying to flap behind <laughs> him, covering <Yeah. laughs> all this shit. Just, just <laughs> so jumping. mad at him. <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: just thinking about the oh. homeowner. If he was a cigarette smoker, like getting your house ran into with a truck's pretty stressful situation. Maybe reaching for your pack, trying to light up. Thank God he didn't.
4: Yeah, no. I think he probably uh, before you smoke a cigarette, uh, leave the wreckage of your home.
2: But well, I mean. Yeah. That's that's you Mark you, you know you never had it happen to you. I I've heard other I've heard other things so.
0: Okay. <laughs> I can see you on the jewel over there though. You're, you're Yeah, right.
2: I'm a, I'm a vape guy now so. Yeah.
3: Trying you know what? I wouldn't have to worry to, about it. trying explosions. to avoid dangers like this. <laughs> you need you a bigger you need a big one one Smart. that you blow blow thick clouds. I, with. Yeah, I
2: want one of those big Sick rigs. Thick clouds. I want I want, Sick clouds. I want to spend like a couple hundred bucks on. It. I want I want to be able to I I don't want to be able to put it in my pocket easily. That's how big I want my rig. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> a battery yeah. that just Pulls your pants down. You want to blow yeah. a cloud
4: where you don't know who else is in the room.
2: Absolutely <laughs> unnecessary battery power for vaping, is yeah. that's what I want.
4: <laughs> oh yeah!
0: So uh we're gonna do uh, three, two, one, clap and then clap in front of your camera, okay? So three, two, one.
4: Nice. There we go. Nice. I bet I bet Big Dan's clap's gonna be the loudest.
3: Yeah, no shit. get <laughs>
4: <laughs> <I'm gonna laughs> those mitts
0: on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, right, let's get going. Uh, Welcome to the show. Our first challenger of this campaign season, congressional candidate, federal uh, congressional candidate for Nevada District 3, formerly of the WWE, Big Dan Rodimer. Thanks for joining the show, Dan. Thank you for having me, brother.
1: It's going to be
0: be great. (laughs) Good. Yeah, we're excited to get you on. I know we've been talking for a while. I uh, see you just did a event with Tito Ortiz somewhere, probably down in Vegas. Like, uh, how many WWE and MMA stars are running for office this
1: year? Right now, I think it's only Tito. I believe Tito's the only one because Kane's already already in. Uh, okay. Hopefully Kane runs for governor soon. I'm hoping he will. I've been, been, been planting the seed. What's the body
2: doing? Do we know what the body's up to? Oh, true.
1: Yeah, he's in... Uh, He's on some island somewhere. He kinda he's kind of out of policy. He's got that predator while- money. He's yeah. retired. Yeah. Cabo Wabo. <laughs> All
0: right, Dan. We saw that you recently got the Trump endorsement uh in your campaign. Uh you're gunning, I believe, to represent Dana White's district, right? Henderson? Does he live in there? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh so why do you want to go to DC and represent southern Clark
1: County, including Henderson? Well, I i I'm going to DC because Fact is, is, nobody's got a backbone out there. When when, they, when I came on, they sat me down in D.C. and they said, Big Dan, we're going to make you the face of Fox News. I said, I don't want to be the face of Fox News. I want to be the face of CNN and MSNBC because Republicans, they don't watch CNN and Democrats don't watch Fox. And the fact hmm. is, nobody has, you know, the, I got to rephrase it, the backbone. The, the backbone. Okay, uh, okay. All right. We got yeah. you. Yeah.
4: So, Big Dan, um, if you get in in this November, can you can you yeah get them fucking straightened out because they're not passing anything right now. The stimulus bill, the police reform bill, nothing's even passed. So I like where your head's at. Um. So yeah, go in there and choke slam some people.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah,
1: we're gonna go in there and, fellas. Uh oh. We're gonna take a folding chair right to the. <laughs> est-
2: <laughs> fuck yeah! Yeah, yeah. amazing. Dude. Is that hand painted, Big Dan? Is that hand painted? That's hand painted. I'll send you guys one. Oh, oh fuck hell yes. yeah! I oh, want
0: to yeah. sit in that Def- chair every podcast I do now. You have to
4: send us one. We'll display it. Yeah.
2: Oh, wow. How would you do the red? Was it whose blood is it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, by okay, hey, starting naming off congressmen, or <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Well, do you
0: do you think, speaking of congresspeople you might not be friendly with right now, do you think the Trump endorsement is going to put you over the top to take out Republican incumbent Susie Lee in your district? Hey, th- this
1: is the district that President Trump won by a point and a half in in sixteen. And, okay. You know the fact is, is, people are frustrated. They're 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 fired up. They're upset. Uh, they want security. They want safety. They they want to go back to work, uh, and and right now schools being shut down for for Clark County, you know people are the you know people are, are really really upset, and, and these are things we need to get back on track. All
3: right, nice. Cool. Well, you're you're on the right. I see you're on the right track. You've got your interview set up between two flags, so that's a staple when you're trying to get elected um, in 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 the RNC for sure. So you're yeah, very very good looking. But I want to ask you a a question. Um, As you might be able to tell, we we aren't exactly uh, in in shape, Um, but we just started a weight loss competition. We know how to lose weight the extremely unhealthy way, which is you know starving. You know, we I, I, I did a little research and noticed some pictures of you online. And you look pretty good. Do you have any secrets to how we may uh, maybe look a little more like you? Pop that um, shirt you know. off,
2: Big Dan. Pop that shirt off.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you guys right now. You guys want to lose weight real quick? Run for Congress Because <laughs> I'm, I'm close to 50 pounds. 50 pounds. And, and my wife, she doesn't feed me unless I make at least 100 calls by noon. So, oh, man. Too busy to eat. Shit. Too busy to eat and okay.
4: probably too nauseous hearing all these stories from, from Congress.
3: Yeah. It's tough, um, baby. Nope, but can I have like a serious like weight loss tip though? <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, I find if you – hey, the keto thing has always worked for me. Always kept keto. me lean. I didn't eat until noon, trained in the morning, did my cardio before I even had a cup of coffee. And, and that's how I always stayed lean WWE.
2: Nice. Excellent. OK,
1: thank Both you that. very much. Uh,
2: well, hey, Big Dan, um, you were recently endorsed by a coalition of Nevada police unions. Big endorsement. Uh, and have made police issues a large part of your campaign. I'm curious, what's your take on the actions of Kyle Rittenhouse in, in Kenosha? Um, what, what, what's your two cents on that?
1: You know, I mean, right now uh, it, it's chaos. It's chaotic. You know, we we have what what's happened across the board. George Floyd, you know, uh, you know, across the board, it, it's uh, it's an issue that, you know, folks are obviously very, very upset about. Um, you know, my thing is, I believe in peaceful protests. I don't believe in rioting. I got five kids, fellas, and I got one on the way. My ba- Whoa, good six. Lord, Big Dan, Oh, man. Yeah, we just we just bought a TV. Uh, <laughs> But the fact is, I mean, guys, it's it's a scary time to bring a child into this world. You know, uh, we got five weeks from now. We got a pandemic right now. I mean, a year ago, who would have thought we'd all been wearing a mask? Uh, you know, we got rioting going on, looting. We got people trying to burn down buildings, burn down car lots, burn down churches. You know, police officers being shot. We just had one here in Las Vegas. That got shot in the head. Uh, you know, it, it's it's uh, it, it's scary, scary times, and. And, and, and I believe in peaceful protest. You know, you go out there, you know, you do your peaceful protest. but, you know, the rioting and, and hurting police officers and hurting other folks and people getting shot, it's, it's getting out of control. And in our district right now, you know, the folks want more protection, not less protection. And, uh, you know, we had an issue where, where they thought there was going to be rioters up here in Summerlin. And, um, you know, folks were upset. And, and the problem was, is, you know, Susie Lee, the the incumbent i call her i call her socialist Susie lee no oh, hmm. or scammy Susie lee I <laughs> but uh you know she didn't stand up for you know for the folks out here to make sure they're protected
2: what well, do you do you think that there's a need for police reform reform because i i understand um you know the need for police i think we can all agree on that but also if you're if you're a black man or woman in this country, uh, you know, interactions with police a lot of times statistically end in, in, in unjust deaths. Uh, what are your what's your take on the police reform? Because I know some you're a big backer of the police the place or big backer of you, as are we on this show. But I'm curious about the politics of it, because, um, you know, we think a police reform bill is necessary. But I'm curious what your take is and, and what you think that should be if you do believe in it.
1: Well, my feelings on it are, you know, my dad was a cop. All right. And this is why I got, you know, and I was brutally honest with, with, with the police. When, when, when I did the interview, I said, you know, you guys usually always endorse Democrats, uh, you know, but I understand what's going, what's going on right now. Uh, and I remember when my mom would walk my dad to, to the door, we were a middle-class family. My dad was a cop. My mom was a concierge at the Hilton and uh, she'd walk him to the door, give him his bag lunch, give him a kiss goodbye. And then she'd say a prayer for him. Mm. She'd, pray to, that he'd come back home and yeah. you know for the bad cops out there the one percent of the bad cops hey you know we don't want them and the other cops don't want them either uh and you know we're, we're in a situation now where you know i want to make sure that the police officers have everything they need to protect themselves so they can go back to their family uh you know in, in regards to federal level coming in and making laws i don't believe the federal government should because i don't want somebody in, in Maryland, a congressman out in Maryland determining the laws for for the police here in in Nevada. You know, mm,
2: states right. What about your African American constituents, though? In
1: regards to.
2: In, in regards think, to you know the the fact that they feel their community well, needs, may, maybe maybe adjustment. a question
4: would be like the actual police form that they're presenting to federal Congress. Let's say it would you know if you got there, I right. think there are certain things that it, like
0: stalled between the the Senate there version are and the certain things like a database right
4: that says if someone's been you know violent in a the different the banning of
0: chokeholds, come,
4: the banning of chokeholds, like that type of thing. The actual legislation that's being presented to Congress in the next couple of weeks or whatever, what would you think about that legislation? I,
1: I, I would say, like I said, leave it down to the state and community levels so they can determine exactly what they could do best. They're, they're going to know the issues here, right here in Nevada, in Las Vegas. And, you know, to have have the federal government come in, overreach, try to determine what works in every single city, because every city is different. Right. Uh, we should do it here. We, we should do it right here. And, uh, and I think that by doing that, you're going to have... Uh, because obviously we have, we have uh, a number of police officers across the board that are quitting. Now we have, I think we lost 150 police officers, right? They need to ramp
4: up community engagement. Obviously. Yeah. Now, yeah, we've said things in the show, like we support um, the police reform bill and things in it, but we've also said things like uh, maybe they should pay police officers more money. Um, You know, like it's a tough job and, and, you know, maybe uh, with more training, you should also pay them more. Um, So you know, we,
1: we see. And those are you know, all those great. The, the, the problem is, is like, for example, I, I met with a police officer last week and she is 130 pounds and her jaw was broken. I was asking her, you know, how's everything going? And she said, well, I had to take down somebody that was, you know, six foot seven, you know, 300 pounds. You? She took you I- down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Related to me, guys.
2: But <laughs> How many was- six, seven guys we got in that county, Big yeah, Dan? Let's be once, you, were, you were a come suspect on. at this point.
1: You gotta yeah, take you, like, you were stuff. like, you want round two? You
2: it was either you or, be- the, or the the tall freak guy. The ga- ga- they call him Gangles over there.
1: <laughs> I do this. I wear the boy boots to give me an extra in yeah, No, yeah. See,
2: come I'm on. Talking wow. about That's where that six <laughs> kid
3: came from, Dan. Taking any pictures
1: next to you? <laughs> yeah, really. Like, believe it or not, in the WWE. That my boots—they had an inch lift on the inside and an inch on the outside. So I, had <laughs> inches on me, two extra. Lord. Holy shit! Well, they were probably Wait. put. Yeah, there's some big guys What, there. Were,
3: what were you saying, though, Big Dan? You said that, that, that the
1: lady. Oh, so, were... so sure enough, I, I was I was talking to all these different police officers, and she said, uh, you know, in a in, in a fraction of a second, she had to make a, a decision of how to take this person down. You know, I guess he was high on 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 uh, on speed or you know, an upper. And, um, you know, she was worried about how to take the guy down and what hold she could put him in without getting in trouble. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's an issue where, you know, the police are set at a higher level because they have to protect themselves. So, you know, what, what works in certain situations doesn't work across the board. So if you do a, a, a streamline across, it may not work for, for certain police officers for certain, uh, and, and also in certain communities
2: yeah it's right. i got it's a tough job tough job
1: it man. is
4: for sure um I, i've got one last one for you here but we might break and do other stuff but the last question we have scheduled is dan you played uh college football at the university of south florida i believe you played in the arena football league a little bit some um semi-pro Tampa Bay, as well Temp- yeah uh we're at Tampa Bay where my wife's born um but i don't nice. want to talk about that i want to talk about professional wrestling i want to talk about big dan rodman uh, you were a contestant in the two thousand four WWE Tough Enough season, the million dollar season that had the Miz, who who got runner up and Ryback on it. So that was a big season, and you signed with the WWE for a year. What got you into wrestling and who is the greatest
1: wrestler of all time? Ooh. Now I was gonna ask you guys which story because so I was only gonna give you guys one, but you know, I was gonna let you guys pick either Rick okay. Flair. Roddy Piper, because I got stories with all of them. Well, Big Dan, I,
2: I, I know, I know that you're uh, your guest on our show, and I know you, you know, you and will connect to being uh, Nevadans. Uh, but if Nevadans, n- n- yeah, yeah, I know, Nevadans. I did on purpose. <laughs> yeah. But if you listen to the intro of our show, we're we're brought in by one man and one but one man only every morning, uh, and that's the Macho Man Randy Savage. Was
4: it Lonnie mm-hmm. Lonnie Povo? What's his real name? Oh uh, yeah, Randy Savage. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, snap into it. So you tell us the, I would say the dirtiest story of those with Roddy Piper, Ric Flair, whichever Roddy Piper, Uh RIP, but uh, yeah, tell us the the worst and and filthiest story you got.
1: Okay. So now Roddy, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Macho man was before my time. He lived Mm -hmm. in my city. I I went to college in in Tampa. He he lived in St. Pete, but he was, uh, I never had an opportunity to meet him, but I I did have, uh, I had an opportunity to work with uh, Ric Flair where I wrestled him. And, uh, and I met Rowdy Roddy Piper. Uh, I got some stories with him, which I don't know if are appropriate. Some of these stories, fellas, I can have with you. I can tell. Hey,
2: R.I.P. Rowdy, <laughs> and, and this is safe space, Dan. This is yeah. safe space. Safe space. I'm, they Live you is literally my favorite film. I'm a huge, huge Rowdy Roddy guy. All right, let's hear it, The beef. Let's hear what he has to say about
1: Ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> so Rowdy Roddy Piper... Let me see if I can do the PG version of this. So Rowdy Rowdy Piper, I was a rookie. So I got hazed all the time. Being a new guy, I did a reality show. So the next thing you know, uh, I was on the, you know, the big stage. You know, guys like John Cena took him 12 years in the minor league. So a lot of these guys kind of had hard feelings for, uh, for you, know, uh, you know, the rookie came in so quick. And back fact, fellas, I was the worst wrestler in the WWE. I was absolutely <laughs> terrible. But I was really good on the microphone. <laughs> believe it or not Vince McMahon would say go out there and do a two-minute promo an eight-minute match and I'd go out and do an eight-minute promo and a two-minute match nice and and, and then I'd walk through the I walk through the curtain and Vince McMahon would stand there and he'd berate me and call me names and tell me I was the worst wrestler and as I'd walk away he'd say well great promo kid <laughs> <laughs> you got one part right <laughs> oh so, yeah so sure enough every week every single week I did the same exact thing and just go out there and fire people. And that's what I do now. You know, when I do my political speeches, you know, it's a WWE political speech because people want to get fired up and, 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 and I'm different guys. Obviously I'm not a politician. I like to call myself a patriot, but you know, I go out there and people, you know, I can relate to them. I can understand their issues and and they can talk to me and that's why, you know, we're we're pulling so good right now, but Mm. I'll tell you one story quick guys. Uh, So Roddy Roddy Piper, he comes in and this is, you know, this is what he was already done wrestling. He was a little, you know, he was, uh, uh, he was older and he, and he came in and he was a partier. Uh, and I was sitting watching the the, the camera and he's got that high pitched voice, right? You guys know that high pitched yeah. voice that he, Hey, Hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there watching and I'm, this is like my first week there and it's kind of, it's a fraternity. So it's like, you know, basically the oldest guy there is. You know uh, the most well-respected, so it doesn't matter if like Ratty Ratty Piper comes in and he tells John Cena to do something, John has to do it. So nice. he comes in, and and I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden I hear, "Hey, you, kid, kid," and I look around, and all of a sudden I'm the last person there. Everybody left the le- left mm-hmm. the, the locker room, and of course I'm all excited. I'm like, but they hey, knew get- to get out. You yeah, didn't. they knew that's, they so, knew Piper happened. was going to ask for something <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> 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 exactly, exactly. <Yeah. laughs> And I'm a big giant. I'm three. You know, I got long hair. I go over and I'm like, Mr. Piper, it's so nice to meet you. I go to shake his hand. He goes, he hits my hand out of the way. He goes, kid, I need you to get on your knees. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't get my belt on. He was a little, <laughs> you know, he was a little, he was a little, you know, gained a little weight. Yeah. And, he, and so get on your knees, and I need you to push in the belt and, and then tighten it real, real tight while I suck it in. And I'm like, <laughs> Like, let me get this straight. You want me to get on my knees? And, you, and he's like, "Get down!" So, like, sure enough, I get down, and I'm down there, and I'm trying to pull his belt, and I'm trying, I'm trying, and I can't get the belt latch. Finally, I go to get it. He gives this big, loud squeal, and who walks in with the camera crew? But Vince McMahon. No. <laughs> All he sees is me on my knees, and sure enough, he turn around. Walks in. I was like, I was like, no, Vince McMahon that's not what it looks like. But needless to say, <laughs> the ongoing issue all the time, one thing after another. The great colleague when I first came on, seven foot tall, and and he could put oil on his back, and I felt like I was in prison or something. And I'm like trying
0: to
2: like rub oil. On <laughs> oh him. wow! Oh, like, what a moment! They yeah, liked they I, liked you over there. Big so like was big. <laughs> does Vince own your name? He owns Rodman, Dan Rodman, but own Dan Rodimer. So That's what, what happened? Oh,
0: shit. My bad. Roe Dimer. I, so Ro- we said it wrong. I yeah. thought, okay. okay. Did you ever wrestle the big show?
1: The big show. Uh, so the big show. I, I don't know if I can tell this story. But Did you big, blow the big show too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the first time we went to go walk out into WWE, it was me, Dan Pewter, The Miz. And before we walked out there, they put us all in the locker room. And we go in there, and the big show goes, and, he, and, and it was all on all, their film, and it was all set up. We get in there and he's like, you guys don't deserve here You know to be here. You guys are, are rookies. We worked hard. And and he took Dan Pewter and threw him into a wall. And I kind of like, I knew the camera was on me and it wasn't on, you know, he didn't see me. So of course I was kind of giggling the whole entire time, smiling. So sure enough, what do they do? But uh, he kicks us all out. We go out to the ring and they give us a microphone and they're like, hey, everybody, you know, say something to the big show, you know, about what just happened. And everybody, you know, they were kind of, you know, kind of wusses. They're like, oh, "I love Big Show." You know, it was an honor to be in there, whatever. And then it got, <laughs> and I was the last one. And I was like, "Big Show, you looked at me, and I laughed right in your face, and you didn't do anything about it." And next, you <laughs> know, his music came on, and he came out. No, <laughs> and I'm like, I think wrestling's fake. so I don't think anything really bad happened.
2: Yeah, you're about to herniate a disc. He's a big boy. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. He actually bruised my sternum that day. Oh, um, ooh. He came oh. in there, he, body slammed each one of you guys. And I was like, no, nope, you're not body slamming me. And eventually I went up there, he body slammed me. And I, I didn't sell it. I jumped right up. And then he grabbed me again, body slammed <laughs> me, and dropped a knee on me. And, sure oh, wow. Yeah, watch out. Well,
0: Big Dan, thanks for coming on, man. We wish you best of luck on the campaign trail uh, on the way to November 3rd and uh really appreciate you taking the time
1: hey real quick guys the fact is is Susie Susie lee she's got you know she's got twice the amount of money than me so it's kind of like going into the ring you know two on one three on one right now Mm -hmm. so we need Mm -hmm. to raise if you anybody out there if you can go to www.danrodeimer.com and donate today i greatly appreciate it thank you very much dan we'll talk to you again thank you oh yeah
3: all right, uh, guys, we got a lot of reviews. First, I would like us all to take a moment of silence uh, for reviewer uh, Manny Issey, who after our airing of grievances says he will be leaving the show. He wanted to remind us that in 2020, audio editing is easy and we should have edited all that bickering out. Um, oh. He did wish us luck on our contract, <laughs> but says he uh, we we will be without him as a listener. So, Manny Issy, wherever you are still listening, uh, great to have you yeah. back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, Manny Issy, how'd you like that last story? <laughs> yeah. They always come great. back. Great yeah. to have you back, buddy. We love you. Um, <laughs> others like Brother on the Street and B.B. Uh, LeCobb uh, hated the arguing. B.B. LeCobb said the podcast is now unlistenable due to our bickering. Uh, Dewey, D-E-W-Y, who just wanted us to do better – um and stop arguing and uh, to be grateful we aren't working construction like he is okay um and then Heard. kw buzz 23 uh wk said um uh who thought the arguing sounded like repubs and dems arguing about work and suggested that we have a sound that lets everyone know that we are going to do the reviews and the voicemails so we can turn off the show and to that i say yeah when we say you know now it's time for voicemails and reviews that's the sound. We, that's the we'll audible do
0: sound.
4: Yeah.
3: Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And um, we didn't
0: announce it, but I'm going to put the big Dan
3: uh, Rodimer before this. So uh, you'll get you'll right. get that beforehand. So. Beautiful. Um, another you guy calling him. Yeah. Another guy <laughs> calling himself Minilord uh, whining about Steve Robinson coming on. Yes, we have invited Steve on. Um, he will be on very soon, actually. Next either week, like the, the radio, right? right? Yeah. yeah, yeah Tuesday gonna, radio, I think. He's going to be joining us, so, you know, everything will, everything will be okay. Um, uh, but thank you for leaving a five-star Some review. Some whiny-ass
4: reviewers, to be honest. I'll tell oh, you yeah. what, though. The, um, you're going to get to the positive ones about the bickering. I will say this for yeah. people that didn't like the bickering. It drew the biggest numbers like we've ever had on YouTube and on the on, on the downloads of the podcast, and it drew by far the most interaction. So in the yep. game of, that we're in, it was by far the best move we've ever done. Right. So Sorry okay. if it
0: annoyed stick, you, but it
4: definitely move the needle. that in your pipe needle. and smoke yeah. it. We won't do yeah. it that often, but fuck off.
3: Yeah, we're going to we're going to continue to bicker regularly here and there. And if we do decide to do a big you know airing of grievances, we'll let you know, you know yeah. we'll let you know. OK, it'll so be in the show know.
0: description. So you won't you'll know to just skip it if you
4: hate it.
2: But. That's right. Yeah. Well, you anyone that you want, to- and you
3: won't and you won't skip it. Well, the vast <laughs> yeah. majority of people. yeah, no, They'll to
2: watch it, it and you
4: complain about it. Yeah,
2: I uh, understood. Yeah. We're not going to do it often. But I, I, yeah. I, I must ask you if you did dislike it. Have you ever had a brother or a sister or a friend that you've been friends with since you were like 13 or 14 years old? Well, that's us. And sometimes it comes out, and it comes out furious, and it comes out yeah. fast. you got right. to let some steam Have out. Have you ever seen any other
4: show that always has airing of grievances, like in the history of radio and podcasting, every single show? Yeah. That's what I would say I mean, to
3: it. Howard Stern's one of my favorite of all time, and they yeah. bicker all the Everyone time. Everyone at Barstool.
4: Best. Have you ever seen yeah. a Barstool show? Hey, well, ever? Let's talk
3: about the reviews oh, yeah.
4: where people like yeah. it then.
3: Okay, yeah. Let's get on to uh, a good one, um, Mikey. Uh, Mikey Phelps, four twenty, loved it, saying um, uh, best way to stay informed. Longtime listener, but haven't reviewed. What pushed me over the edge, you ask? Specifically, the first twenty minutes from Wednesday's episode. <laughs> Pure <laughs> entertainment. Three dudes in a beaver give great, informative takes on the news. No one on uh, on either side is safe. Everyone in politics is an idiot. Only way that I feel informed on the news. Keep. Uh, Keeping tough stories light with comedy and interviewing people of all parties. T-shirt idea, hey, great idea. H A G F D acronym Ooh. only. Have a great. W- w- it's out there. So, Mikey Phelps, I hope you've ordered ten of these things because we got the H A G F D t-shirt out there for you. Um, all right, let's get to some pat and, hate. And real quick, the the um,
4: those t-shirts were specifically from like that review and a few other DMs. It was the yes. listeners. It was the listeners that that high requested for the high. And we got it for you because it's right. an awesome shirt. Great suggestion.
3: Yes, absolutely. It's it's fire. Get yep. one. Um, now let's get to some Pat hate followed by some Pat love. So don't worry, Pat's coming. Um, this one is from. Al, um, AI, religion, or al-region, al sorry. Everyone ha- everybody has a pat. It makes a lot of sense to me. Pat is a communist sympathizer. He likes to show up at showtime, which is probably whenever he wants, and wants the other guys to do all the work so he can go on vacation and build trinkets for himself only. The show is great and informative. Congrats, Wes. Wes I wish you the best. Mark and Will, thanks for putting in the work on a great pod.
4: Well, that was about nice. as accurate a review as you can get. <laughs> <laughs> what is the trinkets though? Like, <laughs> the bee, he's talking about like the bee, like the bee necklace, the earring, the, tr- uh, the desk. Yeah. The, yeah, oh the,
3: right, yeah, the homemade yeah, yeah, wardrobe, the shirts. Yeah, Now yeah. uh, this next one's from Clint Barton. <laughs> trying to keep it fresh, yeah,
2: is... <laughs> yeah.
3: you do a show. I look you look, you look good. Yeah. You look fantastic. Little... I don't mind the trinkets. I'm enjoying every second of your transformation. Um, the, this one comes from Clint Barton. Uh, it says, great show. This show features three awesome guys who really understand how to take the news and make it digestible and entertaining. Mark, Wes, and Will have great senses of humor and are the best part of my day. Um, this He left, left
4: the beef out. As he a left person. the beef out.
3: Yeah, that's a, that was a dig at the beef. Yeah. Don't worry. It's coming, beef. There's some Pat love coming. Um, uh, this one, awesome show from Jason B333. Hard factor gives me something to look forward to in the mornings. The group of guys are great, even Pat. Um, <sighs> now we got some Pat love, though. Here we go. Um, Beef Fever sixty nine five stars <laughs> says, "Hard O Hive ladies for the win." Uh, as a lady listener with a non-existent boyfriend, I want to jump in and say, "Ladies, these foxy boys are worth the listen." No pressure from a significant other needed. I have shared your pod with my entire sorority, and let me say, lots of the single ladies of KKG are hot for the beef. Oh, keep up the good KKG. work, boys. And keep Whoa. reading the news as it should be with lots of tangents and arguments about vacations. So that was just a fantastic review all around. Where especially were you for the beef. Fifteen uh, years ago when I was in college.
2: They she were, in, was, they uh, were she was the three the next she year was,
4: after you left. She was four. She was five years old, and fifteen years
3: ago. Yes, yeah, would have been interested in that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yep. No. laughs> um, all right. Now, so for some some ones that, with a more uh, content, maybe some stuff we can learn from. This one says uh, Beaver Teaser sixty nine. Chill with the p- political assimilation. I've been listening to the show shortly after it, after it, since after it came out and have been a loyal listener ever since. The show has gotten much better in many areas, but it is clearly noticeable you guys are losing your balls when it comes to voicing non-PC opinions. Will and Mark, namely, used to offer a fresh take on certain issues, and it seems you guys have been pussying out lately. I'd like to also directly call out Pat uh, from the last episode, 828, where he said the McCloskey family committed a crime. Pat, I challenge you to state the exact law... That that they broke and convinced one of the other hosts on the show that they should be convicted from violating uh, the law. Yeah. No. I, I, hey, maybe I'm not mm-hmm. a lawyer. I wasn't in court today. Uh, they were. So
2: take it, take mm-hmm. it up with the judicial. Ooh. system.
3: Ooh, nice. All
2: right. Two Damn. more. Oh, a little bit uh, of extra news.
3: Gave a little news there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there you go. Um, <laughs> Boston Celtics five says hit or miss. I enjoy the show when it stays story focused and you guys don't go at each other's necks. At Mark, leave Pat alone and maybe chill out. Take a vacation. As a college student, it's a fun way to he stay somewhere informed. It's yeah, a fun exactly. way to stay. <laughs> right. Not on my watch. Not not while Pat's in New York. (laughs) Um, uh, Maybe chill out, take a vacation. As a college student, it's a fun way to stay someone informed and get a laugh, but I think you guys seem a bit out of touch with people my age. Seems like a younger influence on the show could help. I think Hank's role in uh, PMT. Barstool News Podcast undoubtedly has a lot of potential, but sadly I think this falls a bit short of what most people would really connect with. Maybe that's why Barstool and PFT failed to really promote it. Ouch. Was that a five-star review? It was a five-star review, yeah. Uh, yeah. Finally, finding listeners of Barcel Podcast shouldn't be hard. Seems Prez think the product isn't worth promoting. I think a few changes, a bit diversity could do you guys some good. Jesus. Well, I mean. Holy shit. He's right about the not promoting. That's for sure.
4: Yeah. yeah. This guy's going to well, be on the for ba- rude on the awakening way- when he gets a job in the real world. Back mm-hmm. to the last Back one, Back to the vacation too. thing. Back to the last
0: one, too. Um, yeah, I mean. I think that we the closer we're getting to the election, I will say I know I have been a little bit like pulling some punches. Uh, I would say that just because on the political stuff, uh, the closer we get to the election, it seems like the more angry everybody gets about their side being right. Um, And, uh, you know, I'm not trying to be inflammatory, but I'll definitely try to bring the heat a little bit more for uh, for the folks. Yeah. Like I've lost my baseball.
4: Yeah. No, hold okay. on, Will. I'm looking. Will. Yeah. Will oh, Will. Will is di- sh- uh, shook by that. Yeah. Hold
2: on, like a no, boss Will. Don't be shook sure by that. There's a resume attached to this review. So. Yeah. Mm. Exactly.
4: Mm. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. This guy. This guy said a lot of things, and about ten percent of them are. are I'm going to take as accuracy. Uh, I'm not right. too concerned about it. Um, including the promotion stuff. What What else did he say? Uh, what was in there?
3: He said that 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 uh. He Diversity, need, we need a younger touch. oh the uh, young people
4: that's why we have yeah. young people as interns but we have yeah. every everyone on our intern team is is well under 25 and they the keep us cool.
0: informed yeah. yeah we although that, we never did the video we, they needed we still need. yeah to do we did yeah which was the joke yeah. about
4: how we were we're disconnected from that age group um right. that, guy, so sucks. that guy sucks that guy's yeah. worse than josh from north carolina um hey, what, I'm what, what's, what's, like. his, what's his name what's this guy's name
3: uh, Boston Celtics 5 Fuck so. you
4: Boston Celtics 5
3: <laughs> Alright one Next more one. Um, Does he <laughs> Does, he, a... does he work at Barstool He's like
2: yeah, probably a
4: burner account Let like me one tell of the interns you of
2: How it yeah. is in your life
4: Yeah that, yeah. Was, that was just a terrible 5 star review from Boston Celtics 5
3: Hey, at least it was five stars, so that's good. Um, this Nigh one comes from Mini L- Minilord again, so I don't know if it's the same guy, but uh, it says, very fresh show. These fellows are downright crushing the podcast game. I love listening to the show. The regular news is awful and straight up filled with nothing but feel bad stories. At least mm. with this show, it's only like that half the time. These guys' approach to bringing you new stories is funny. Non-biased way is totally great. My only complaint about the show is that it isn't long enough. But then again, 40-ish minutes of prob- is probably a lot of work when you have the beeve. Um, that is in a perpetual state of vacation but i digress h a g f d i'm like an anchor I
4: mean, you know what i'm like i'm like
2: what's that thing they train with i'm like i'm like a like a wind resistance parachute that you're running you're like in speed training class all the time when i'm on your team that's it's, right uh, yeah uh-huh. it's a quicksand
0: well i'll say we've 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 shifted to a new schedule Beav, and you've been able to stick to it for the most part
2: i I love uh you guys keeping me alive by
4: um,
0: forcing me to
2: be places at certain times. It's
3: huge for me.
4: There you go. Hey, we'll keep doing it.
3: Thanks. He's got to be somewhere by three.
4: You want to do a couple of voicemails? (laughs) Maybe three?
3: Yes. Maybe three voicemails? All right, right. here we go. This is the first one. This is uh, Roy from Canada.
5: Our Factor Boy. This is your guy from Canada, the great Canadian glory holder. Uh, (laughs) I just listened to your What the Fuck Wednesday show and uh, a few things. First off, I called before West was back and... Keep going, buddy. Congratulations. And uh, I don't think people should stop congratulating you, so I just want to be another voice saying it to you. Uh love you, buddy. Happy you're back. Uh, two, happy birthday to the beef. Uh Your midlife crisis is looking great on YouTube, buddy, so happy 52nd birthday to you. And uh, third, the beeve mentioned something about uh, he wanted to get grills one time and he didn't, and it's the greatest regret of his life. I want to hear the rest of your guys' biggest regrets uh i know mine i see it all the time on instagram and uh, one time i uh got too drunk at a party and didn't hook up with a girl who is now uh, an absolute rocket and uh, every time she posts a thirst trap on instagram i just feel that shame every day i uh, take care boys talk to you later mm. i, I well, do want to say
2: that don't worry buddy she'll come back to you now she might come back divorced and with a couple kids, but they give it sure, some time. She'll sure come back. Roy <laughs> sounds like a winner for sure. You just yeah. stick in there, my mm-hmm. friend. You yeah, any regrets a, you want to share? A common
4: one. Um, I mean, I'm sure we all do. There was one time when when Wes and I were working at the Wyndham, uh, doing like a shitty like a uh, waitering and like room service, room service job. Yeah. <laughs> like when we were like like late twenties, 20s, mid twenties, 20s. Uh, first moved to Austin, Texas, and one one guy came in that was like. Uh, big up in the company and he brought in a bunch of people and I told him my whole story where I went to college and all this stuff and he, he really liked me and he offered me like a position or interview to do what he does which is go to all the Wyndham's as they open around the world at the beach locations and I just never <laughs> called him back well I was dumbing you yeah. Oh. yeah I got oh, some like man. I got some like he was into me vibes like sexually so I just didn't call him back um, uh, regret uh, it yeah yeah but that's
2: you know that's part of the course with you mark you, you're used to that you shouldn't let that stop you the,
4: yeah i should just, just let them try to yeah, have sex with me the whole time yeah take one for the paycheck uh, <laughs> that's the, right uh,
0: biggest regret i i got is never really heavily getting involved in stocks i think if you have watched uh ddtg over the course of the um covid lockdown Kind of taught us all. We maybe are in the wrong line of business in terms of how fast to make money. So I'd say that not not getting in on uh, investing as early
4: as I should have, and still
0: that's a good not one really
2: there. Yeah,
4: that's a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Don't that's
2: worry, cool. Will. We'll be fine.
4: Beef has no regrets. You got any regrets,
2: Beef?
3: <laughs> that's oh, that his girl's got to his... stick together. Yeah, the girl. We're gonna be all oh, right on. Uh, yeah. yeah, other than like starting smoking, my mom won. Um, a, a like a, when she was working uh she, for like a referral program they drew names out of the hat and she won like this all-inclusive uh vacation to jamaica like on top of a mountain it was like the ceo of this big company's uh villa and i thought i was going to go to sh- like spring break in in, in uh, mexico with my friends instead of going to jamaica and the mexico trip fell down fell fell you know didn't happen so i missed out on this like amazing like you know, ten star Jamaican like mm. villa mountaintop <laughs> vacation. Um, did yeah, you have a with, good time. Yeah, they all had a great time, uh, and I was <laughs> I was the only one in my family at home just twiddling my thumbs while everyone else is in yeah. Jamaica it's like smoking bowls in the basement, mm. and jerking off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How
4: many pieces yeah. of computer paper did you go through that, that trip?
3: Oh A whole ream. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. All right, Uh, let's go. Let's go to. um, Well, this one. This let's get this one. Yeah, we'll do. We'll we'll do. uh, Digger. Here we go.
5: Okay. Hey guys, what's up? It's Digger. Uh, I'm calling because I'm I'm glad that that story about the guy who was growing the penis on his arm got brought back up because I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, (laughs) And I was thinking because the longer you let it grow, the longer it will grow. If you know what I mean. And, but, but that means the longer you've got to go without a penis. Mm. So for sake of argument, my question is to you is, um, we'll say it gives, uh, a half an inch a month. So you get a full six inches in a year. How long are you willing to go without a penis in order to grow a mandingo size? Or would you just, would you just cut it off at like six months and give yourself a, a pat size? Um, have a good day. Let me know. Of a great
2: fucking day. I mean, Digger took a shot at my dong. I was about, yeah, to, I was about to give him a big ups. Be like, be like, Digger's like Confucius man. He's like, a, he's like a Chinese philosopher with this. If a tree it falls is. in the forest, shit, mm-hmm. Digger. But you have no idea th- what I'm working with down here, and it's it is impressive.
4: I was thinking more <laughs> along the lines of, um, it's like the the thing where you like you could have a thousand dollars right now, or you could have like ten bucks, but every week it it keeps going, and so when right. you choose, that's you know like.
2: Yeah, the I marshmallow you, game that they do with toddlers.
4: Yes, exactly. Yes. The the game. Yes, the toddler game. Mm. Um, in the, in this situation,
0: though, you've already been without a penis for quite a while, so I feel like you you mm-hmm. could probably continue to wait a good bit.
2: Yeah, and you're gonna need a you're gonna need a strong comeback. That's a great point too, Will. It's like it's like people are gonna be talking about you not having a penis, and when you drop that penis, if it's
3: not impressive,
2: well,
4: you're gonna want
0: to
2: change. Yeah. I'm going eighteen months, nine inches. Nah. Whoa.
3: Nah. Okay. I think I think it's it's gonna be so disgusting anyway. Just give me that disgusting thing, let me have it. And, yeah, and that's it a doesn't lot t- matter. That's a long time to take
4: care of an arm penis. You know, yeah. what I mean? you're just you're <laughs> yeah. just gonna go with like a three
3: just month. Just give end. it to me. I don't no.
0: care. No one no one cares. How many it's months on my
2: own.
0: Yeah. a year. Give me a year. I'll take. I'm, you am going over the Sixer. I'm going yeah.
2: just long enough to where it'll make my future partners uh, slightly uncomfortable, but uh, I'll be able to have dem- deniability about it. Be like, oh, I'm, s- oh, sh- I'm sorry. Yeah. Was that not? I thought. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I not? Hey, what do, do you want me? It- what do you want me to do? This is my second dick. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. did my monster hog. <laughs> yeah. Was is it uncomfortable? Yeah. I
4: mean, you know, I think that's one of those decisions. Do you want me to cut to it off
2: again? You wouldn't
4: know the answer until there was a dick on your arm. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> All right, uh, that's going to do it for Hard Factor. We got some more voicemails. We'll get to them Friday. Uh, I'm Sorry, we're a little, just a little behind. We've had a lot of interviews, so thank you for bearing with us. Thank you for joining us. Make sure to get that Hard Factor H A G F D shirt. It is nice. Mm. Um, and um, yeah, we've got some. Uh, we've got a really special th- uh, interview coming up for you for Florida Man Friday. Stay tuned for that. And most importantly, have a great fucking day
1: see you later yeah yeah no say goodbye goodbye say goodbye goodbye okay now get out of here well, right
2: that's a now. little rough right? yeah it's a big show oh it's a big show tonight oh baby come on oh